0: The following is a First Nations Health Authority podcast. The FNHA is a health service delivery organization responsible for administering a variety of health programs and services for First Nations people living in BC. Find out more at fnha.ca. Dr. Wyman, what is the single most
1: important
0: message that you have for people about COVID-19? The single most
1: important message is for people to act as if they already have COVID-19 so that they take care in their behavior to not transmit the virus to people that they love, friends, family, people in their community.
0: Why is that so important to act as though you already have it?
1: There's a couple of things. One is that someone can uh, not develop symptoms for quite a period of time, up to 14 days um, after being exposed. And the other issue is that people can be walking around feeling completely well or just having mild symptoms before, while they are actually positive for COVID-19.
0: Please take us through the steps for preventing the transmission of this virus.
1: Some of the steps that we're recommending are um, ones that people might have heard a little bit about already. So for example, washing your hands frequently, using hand sanitizers, Uh, Trying not to touch your face, uh, particularly your eyes, nose, and mouth. Trying to um, be careful about the surfaces you touch and making sure you disinfect surfaces that are touched frequently and as well maintaining a distance from uh, other people around you.
0: This illness has given us phrases that are new to most of us, uh, such as social distancing and self-isolation. Can you tell us a bit about those?
1: Social distancing is a concept where people try to preserve their personal space, and that's to prevent the transmission of the virus itself. People should avoid being in places where uh, you might be crowded together. So, for example, public transit um, in crowded grocery stores, um, in lineups. Um, These are the types of things where people really ought to be mindful about maintaining that social distance.
0: What about self-isolation? What is that about?
1: What it involves is people uh, really maintaining that distance between themselves and everyone else by staying at home uh, or staying isolated within their community, um, in their home. So people will only be able to go out, for example, to do essential things like go get groceries but we have even heard instances where people have actually decided to go out on the land in order to be away from their community for the required period of time.
0: Why are actions like hand washing, not touching your face, and social distancing effective in stopping the spread of COVID 19?
1: It's really important for people to know that COVID 19 is not an airborne. Um, agent. In a carrier, it quickly falls to the ground or ends up in surfaces that are touched. So why we're asking people to do things like frequently washing your hands, trying not to touch your face, is because your hands may have touched surfaces that other people who are carrying the virus may have touched. And in that way, you transmit the virus to yourself.
0: What kind of impact can and is COVID-19 having on ceremonies and other important events such as funerals? Well, this is
1: asking people to think a lot, especially about things like social distancing. Uh, Many of our cultural practices and ceremonies involve large numbers of people getting together in communities. And what we're really trying to do here is provide people with enough information that they need to know to make the right decisions for themselves. So when they're having a ceremonial gathering, such as, or including a funeral, uh, we're asking people to maybe consider uh, holding them in different ways, like having a FaceTime event or having a very small event right now and having a larger event when perhaps most of this crisis has passed. We have to always keep in mind that we are dealing with a virus right now that can make people quite ill. And we're quite concerned about the most vulnerable people in our communities, which include our elders, our knowledge keepers, people who have chronic medical diseases, such as um, diabetes and heart disease, and people who have immunosuppression.
0: What kind of impact can this pandemic have on people's mental health?
1: We need to be really aware, I think, of the mental health aspects that go along with this period that we're now living in. Um, First Nations people have a history, first of all, of Uh, suffering uh, adverse effects on our health due to infectious disease historically and we also have the experience of having our cultural practices banned uh, by the federal government. In addition to some of the historical intergenerational contemporary trauma that people are living with this event in and of itself can also be triggering for people. So I Imagine that there are a number of people out there right now who really find their levels of distress and anxiety, you know, growing almost by the day. For our people, emotional health is also about being in balance uh, mentally, physically and spiritually. So some of the best things that people can do is try to do uh, positive coping behaviors in all of those different areas. So. You know social distancing doesn't exclude people from going outside for a walk for example and you can walk with another person as long as you try to maintain that distance um, or it can be quite helpful to people to go for a reflective mindful walk on their own we're asking people as best they can to try to eat as well as they can and drink lots of fluids try to get the proper amount of sleep but As far as people's emotional and mental health, I think one of the the best things people can do is to be as informed as possible without necessarily spending 24 hours a day, you know, on your iPad, on the Internet, listening to news channels. Give yourself, you know, some hours a day dedicated to activities that make you feel good. That could be a whole number of different things, depending on who you are. Some people might want to bead. Some people might want to drum or sing songs. Some people might want to read a good book. Some people might want to spend time with their family while maintaining, trying to maintain that social distance. And some people might uh, want to do things like yoga or mindfulness, anything that helps kind of, you know, bring that level of of anxiety and stress uh, down to more manageable levels.
0: Do you have any other advice for helping people stay positive in the face of all the negativity that surrounds this situation?
1: What we'd like people to know is that it will be very helpful for people if they can stay calm, if they can keep themselves informed, and if they feel in control of the measures that they can take to protect themselves and their families. I think it's also important for, for, for First Nations people and communities to know that uh, we have so many strengths and we have been through very adverse circumstances many, many times in the past. And that this experience, we will get through this if we stay connected to one another and support one another and help each other maintain and build our resilience uh, through this period of time. Um, I know that we'll do this. You've been listening to an FNHA podcast.
0: For more information on the coronavirus outbreak, please go to fnha.ca slash coronavirus.